All right, guys. So we have a very special episode for you today. Every year, starting 2020, I took a page out of some really high-level CEO, Warren Buffett, Steve Jobs, Jamie Dimon, the CEO, JP Morgan Chase. Every year, they write a letter to their shareholders. And I thought, hmm, well, I'm a small business and I'm certainly not them. But generally speaking, what I tell people is do something that you probably shouldn't be doing. Eventually, potentially, you might get there. And so what I started to do in 2020 was write an annual letter to my team, to my shareholders. And so last week, uh, at the time of this recording, we had our annual planning meeting. So this letter, this entire letter in its entirety was eight pages. Typically in the couple last few years, it was between eight and 12 pages of content. And it takes me about a month all in to put together probably three or four sittings to write the letter. And what I do is review the previous year, look forward to the year coming up, and then share lessons that I've learned along the way. And so what you'll hear in this podcast is a few of those lessons. Because I shared it with my team and they got a lot of value, I wanted you guys to hear them as well. So a little bit of an inside look at what goes on within our community of businesses. I hope you enjoy. And guys, if you're interested, we have two guest passes left for our Rehab Cairo Mastermind in January in uh, Fort Lauderdale. It's January 22nd and 23rd. It is going to be a sales and communication masterclass. So if you are cash, plan on going cash or take insurance and see the way it's going where you're getting reimbursed less. Well, eventually you'll have to learn how to charge people more money in order to stay in business. This is a perfect, perfect, perfect uh, weekend for you. If you enjoyed any of the content on the podcast, uh, being in person will be a hundred times better. And again, remember, I'm giving my flight back guarantee. So if you come to our event and you think it's absolutely a waste of your time, you can come up to me before you leave and I will write you a check um, for your flight reimbursement. I believe in the event that much. We had our first event in September. Um, and literally during the event, the only question that I got was when is the next one? So if you're not part of our community, we have two guest passes left. You can shoot me an email coaching at strive to move.com, or you can shoot me a DM on Instagram at Justin Rabinowitz. And I hope you enjoy this episode. I, uh, it's something different and unique and maybe next year you'll do the same. What's up everyone. Welcome to the business school for the rehab chiropractor class is officially in session. My name is Justin Rabinowitz, and I am a rehab chiropractor on a mission to teach you, a fellow rehab chiropractor, the exact tools and systems I've used to build my own successful rehab chiropractic practice so you can do the same. I hope you enjoy, and please subscribe. Who you surround yourself matters a lot. One of the realizations I've had over the last year is understanding the value of the company I keep. When you are around people who are getting different results than you or have already gone through where you want to go, the question should be, what do they believe that I don't? We all should always be questioning the current reality we live in. More importantly, the reality of the company we keep. As a general rule, we are living in a world trying to be at the forefront of something. We are leading the way to create a new frontier on what's possible for rehab chiropractors. If that's true, our reality has to be different. We can't think like regular people. And if the people around us don't understand, it means we are on the right track. Bringing it back to the people you are around. 
They are either regressing you back to what's normal or helping push you think forward. Be very aware of who they are and what you choose. Next, a prerequisite for growth is pain. When you have a vision, the people around you, they won't be able to see it. Why? Because it's your vision. And so, when the people around you don't see your vision, and maybe don't believe in what you're doing, have empathy. Remember, it's your vision, not theirs. And with that, when people don't believe in your vision, it's painful. But you know what? You need to go through the pain. Why? Because all growth requires pain. You want your muscles to grow? The gym will be painful. Lose weight? You'll probably be a little hungry. Get a doctorate degree? Long nights of studying are not fun. But again, growth requires pain. Next. Your business works on you more than you work on it. The first night we brought Layla home, she was screaming at 3 a.m., and I had no idea what to do. By the way, for all you parents out there, soon to be, the answer is to feed her, but I hadn't learned that lesson yet. A few years ago, if that happened, I think I would have freaked out, but I remember holding her and immediately thinking, when you hired your first employee, did you expect it to be perfect the first day? When you started running Google ads, did you expect new patients to start funneling in immediately? When you started the CRM business, did you accept, expect zero hiccups? So then why would you expect a newborn baby with first-time parents to sleep peacefully through the night, literally, literally, 72 hours after she was born? And you know what? That brought a sense of calm and peace over me because I recognized in that moment that it was all going to be okay. I learned all of this through work and business, and I'm grateful to have learned those lessons that I hope to share going forward. Next, be patient with outcomes and impatient with action. Being patient is talked about often, but practiced very, very infrequently. Why? It's really hard. To consider waiting for something better that isn't a guarantee when you have something sitting right in front of you is virtually impossible, which is why being patient is so valuable. As you look around those who have had success, realize they are patient with results, but impatient with action. Most of us have this flipped. We are impatient with the result, but often patient or even lazy with the action being taken. Next, the ROI on liking something is invaluable. Now doing so much teaching, I get asked the question with undertones of me being a workaholic, but I don't do this anymore because I have to. It's because I get to, and I love it. My competitive advantage is that I love doing this, so naturally, I want to spend more time doing it. It isn't much more complex than that. And lastly, grace. Another business lesson I brought to parenting is this. 
And one step further, I think there's context to grace. Having grace for yourself and others is a wonderful, wonderful thing. But having grace for yourself without standards isn't ideal. Here's what I mean. When you screw up and something bad happens, I think you should be nicer to yourself and not beat yourself up. But that doesn't mean it's okay to mess up. Rather, recognize you screwed up and now take action to fix the problem. Don't mistake having grace for yourself and others with a lack of standards. In 2023, the theme should be to look inward. To go where we want to go, how can we, as an individual, do our part to push the organization forward? How can we take the opportunity in front of us and not wait for someone else to lead? How can we literally grab this situation by the balls and keep the train moving? Imagine the following scenario. Leads overall are down for the quarter. Most businesses would sit around, potentially discuss it, and pray it fixes itself. Or they would wait for the owner to step in and fix the problem. But what if we actually grabbed it by the balls? In this situation, a true leader would sit down and admit first that yes, leads are off, and then ask the question, what can we control to improve this? They would then review what current actions were being taken, see what wasn't working, and come with a potential plan with solutions. Ideally, three. Then, they would go to the business owner and say the following. I've noticed leads are down overall for the quarter. I've studied the data and recognize we have an issue. While I'm not 100% sure how to fix it, here are three options. I'm considering option X for the following reasons. What do you think? Notice, this doesn't mean you have all the answers. It simply means you've taken the situation in your own hands, thought it through, and came to the table with options. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you for free. One, grab a copy of my free guide, The Rehab Chiropractor's Checklist. You can get that at go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. That's go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. Two, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at Justin Rabinowitz, where I post business content. Three, subscribe to my weekly newsletter by sending me an email at coaching at strive to move.com. And four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more influential people and bring those lessons back to you. 